auto sequence start in five, four, three, two, one. Well, hello there. Welcome, my fellow stars of your own memoirs, to another installment of Canned Conversation. My name is Andrew, and with me as always, my good friend Stephen. Well, good evening. Good evening, my friend. Yes, good Gentlemen evening. Gentlemen from, from uh, the, uh, the, the, over there. <laughs> Tell me, have you purchased your copy of the latest Royals Tell All book? I have not. I just prefer to watch it on the news. <laughs> oh, it's on the news. It's scandalous, though. I, I think they're everywhere. I, I believe the book is about the spare the Royal. Spare. Yeah, the, the one they just had for parts. Yeah, just if you need yeah, if, if you, you need, need an extra, pull if, them in. Yeah, if you need a, a, <laughs> a prince kidney or whatever you need, have <laughs> right. an extra. For the real one. Yeah. Right? Like For the if, one that's going to do something. William is the older yeah. one. Yeah. And, who, I saw him recently, and man, that dude is bald. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize. I haven't he, seen I guess, yeah. in a while. But. He found a wife right at the right time, <laughs> like before it was all gone. Nice. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, that, that uh, other, the young one, Harry? Harry. He is uh, oversaturating himself for a while. I'm... I don't know what all is going on there, but um, not not exactly up my alley. Tell me if anything wild happens. Okay. All right. As is our shtick, one of us brings a new, unique, or rare canned beverage to try, and while we sniff, gargle, and swallow its contents, we will do our very best to entertain you with our opinions, only the most relevant and hard-hitting issues fe- facing our species today. Uh, today's being about knowledge you wish you possessed earlier in life, perhaps, or that with which you don't want to know and wish you never had known. Oh, like stuff I wish I could get rid of or stuff I wish I knew. Yes. Okay. Uh, I've actually titled this Ignorance is Bliss versus Knowledge is Power. Hmm. Um, All right. Later in the show, we'll review and rate the canned beverage and let you know if you should try it while waiting for your flight that was delayed due to a maintenance issue that will, of course, not cause an issue once you're in the air. <laughs> Right, <laughs> which I've heard a lot of lately. So there is a big thing that happened, grounded a bunch of flights. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a system, I guess, of an information system. Yeah. Of course, it's always IT, uh, you know, of an issue. But it kind of went with my topic today, all right, of ignorance is bliss. You know, when, when you're waiting for a flight and they're like, um, we had a problem where the wing fell off right. and then we have to get some extra bolts for it yeah. and, th- and then we'll be on our way. And you're like... I could have gone without knowing that. Yeah. The people that get on the plane, wait for two hours, and they go, we got a maintenance issue. We're going to need everybody off because we don't want you to see what we're about ready to do to this plane. Right. You, We'll be back in an hour. Oh. And you're like, take your time. Right. And don't tell me it's a maintenance issue. Yeah. Just tell me someone is maybe a little, uh, we're just a little late. Yeah, we're delayed. <laughs> we're delayed. Yeah. Where we're going, we're not going to fly through a, tr- a thunderstorm. We're going to w- let that pass yeah. so that Trust it's me. easy it, going for you. These planes can go faster than we usually drive them. Right. We'll, we'll catch up. We'll get don't worry about it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, apparently it's, I think, NATAM, not the NATAM system that's been around for a mm-hmm. while, uh, went out and man, whew. One developer, <laughs> one file. Is the answer always the way? It's a it's a database file that was corrupt and he didn't know it. Um, and they they everything went down and then it took them a while to figure it out that this one doing a doing a normal system upgrade on a thirty year old piece of software, (laughs) um, one database file. Yeah, thousands of people just sitting around waiting and flights delayed. Yeah, shut us down like we were on nine eleven for the day. Like literally, that was that's you, you that guy is probably. Like in a mental institution. Or he's that kind of IT guy where yeah, he's, he's like, like they'll all wait on me. You know what? I'll we get should, there. I told him we should have done the upgrade last night. <laughs> That's right. right. <laughs> he's sitting back and he's eating yeah. and drinking his coffee and he's like, it'll get done when it's done. That, that could be true. He probably doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't. He went home and slept like a baby he's that like, I've night. I've been saying upgrade this infrastructure for a long time. Nobody uses couch databases anymore. When you like, uh, Yeah, I'm sure he's all over it. I hope you guys like IT humor. There it is. There it is. Sorry. All right. Let's uh, get this can uh, kicked off. Are are you ready? Yeah. All right. Let's go. Let's go. I'm bored. Let's go. Here you go. Mm, Bravo. Would you like anything else once we're airborne? Oh, peach. 
know I can uh, eat a peach for hours. All right, my friend, what movie is that from? I have no idea. I can eat a peach for hours. I have no idea. Should I know that one? Maybe. Um, is it from the Top Gun franchise? <laughs> I don't know any lines from those rom-coms. Um, so uh, this one, did you recognize the voice? No. All right. Nicolas Cage, if I gave okay. you that. I, so I could buy that. That was Nicolas Cage. He started like the movie Con with... Air or something? Very close. Dang. Similar time frame in oh. that five or plus five or minus five with John Travolta. They did a movie. I'm sure they did. Where they switched... Oh, switching faces. faces. Yeah, that change. Uh, is it? It's not called switching faces. It's called face off. <laughs> yeah, face off. Very there you good. Go. Excellent job. We'll give you the thing for that. All right. So, That's why funny. did I play that? This is why. This okay. is the beer that we're drinking. <laughs> the reason for it's the season. Three one two peach. Mm. So, um, we've uh, we've had beer. We've had this uh, the the lemon shandy. I don't yeah. believe on air, but like it's just yeah. it's something that Goose Island makes. It's always around yep. at certain times of year where it seems like it's on every end cap. Um, I would have figured it might. Now the lemon shandy is probably a little bit closer to summer, but yeah. Uh, yeah. for whatever reason, this stood out at me as I'm walking down and looking over cans, and I'm like, I love peach stuff. Um, don't know why. <laughs> it's just one of those flavors that have done right. Um, like yeah. peach margaritas. Yeah. Um, I don't mind peach. Yeah. Right. Um, it's a little different than when we have some of the other flavors because it seems like a lot of times it's like cherry this or, you know, apple something. But, you know, throw a peach in there every once in a while. Um, so this is a, Chicago, a Illinois wheat beer. ale with peach. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's basically it. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's <clears throat> I, 18 IBUs, if you remember IBUs, which is the International oh, yeah. Bitterness Unit. Yeah, we'll come back to uh, some of our non-knowledge a little bit later. I guess we got an email from a, uh, a oh. listener. Oh, crap. Um, is it from Romania or no? <laughs> no. Oh, dang it. It is 12 Florida ounces. And it's 4.2 um, percent alcohol by volume. Yes. So nice, even keel beer. Goose Island, they make a lot. Uh, they've been around for a long time. So I've never tried the peach. So I'm we're excited. Gonna try it. That's we're awesome. Try it. All right. So I mentioned ignorance is bliss versus knowledge is power. Uh, so the first part of the, the the show here, what I want to do is kind of tee up both of those items personally for okay. us and see if there's just some things that we um, might have. And if you recall, I should set it up this way. We were playing a game called Hot Seat. Yep on a previous episode and during that we got a card and that card said what do you wish you would have never known yeah and i said you pulled the card right i pulled it i said i'm like this is big like i i want to dedicate a little something to this so Mm -hmm. i I can do a whole episode on this that's this episode um so that's what i want to get into a little bit do i get that card back yes okay i actually meant to give it to you before tonight, I've had it sitting there. <laughs> I'm like, you actually took the card, you put it aside, yes. you go, we're going to do a whole episode <laughs> yes. on this, and I'm keeping the card. And I'm like, okay. I have it ready. Great. Um, I have it That's uh, to give back. Cool. Um, oh, I do want to, before we get into the topic, do want to mention, uh, we, we will raise a can. This is going to come out on MLK Day, Martin Luther King Day. Awesome. Uh, so um, that's this weekend. Um, one of the most influential leaders of the civil rights movement of our time, so... Uh, well, a little bit before our time, but of the time and of our generations. Uh, so to all those who work and ensure equal rights for all, we raise our can and toast to you. Absolutely. With our... Uh, yeah, good. Um, if you've never been to the, the museum uh, in, in Memphis, Memphis, oh my God. It, it was the most emotional museum I've ever been through. It was, it was insane. So if you're ever in Memphis, make time to go through what used to be the hotel where you got right. shot. Um, it is a extremely powerful museum to walk through. I mean, like extremely powerful. So yeah, make time for it. It's a cool one. So let's get into things you wish you didn't know. This is the ignorance is bliss part. Um, so I just have a couple of questions or a couple of things to get us started, at least things that I, in my head, thought these are things I, I don't think I want to have known. Now, as I was searching my mind for these, it was hard to kind of come up with some because... If you know me at all and my love of documentaries, mm-hmm. um, and I love knowledge, yeah, I, and like, I, love I like learning things, learning things and 
you know, looking up and figuring out problems. Like knowledge to me is great, but there are a few tidbits I could, I could come up with. Um, okay. So if any of these spark anything that you know, or if you have any, you know, if try, I don't you know, know them and you tell them to me now, and I'm going to be ticked that now that I know them, I'm going to be mad at you. <laughs> uh, you know, all of these uh, okay. <clears throat> um, things you wish you didn't know. Um, I wish I didn't know that they took away Pluto's right to identify as a planet. Oh, yeah. I, I loved nine. I did too. Nine was and it's good. an odd number, but it's the right number because it's <laughs> right. the, the number I was taught that there are and you had to learn them in order. And it's the small planet at the very end that you feel so like right. there's an emotional t attachment to Pluto for some reason and Mars, right? Like Pluto's this tiny little, little tiny little Ice planet. Ball. Yeah. And it's way out there. You'll it never get there. survived. Right. But it's still like good for you. Hang right. in there and be, still be a planet. And then they're like, yeah. No. And you got discovered. You're so far away. Yeah. And, and you got discovered. Agreed. It's amazing. Yeah, he was so, the underdog planet, and now he's not even a planet. So I wish that fight didn't exist. Yep. Um, I wish I didn't know the ending to Fight Club, The Sixth Sense, those two main ones, especially Fight Club, because I'd like to rewatch it and experience it for the first time. But I also wish I forgot the ending to that movie every time I watched another movie with the same ending. Because now when a movie is made, and I won't spoil it, but there's a certain plot twist or a plot device that's sort of used yep. where now afterwards I go, oh, it's this it's is going to be a fight club ending. And then when it turns out to be true, I'm like, oh, it, it, yeah, it's it's the I think the realization that there are formulas in, in music and there's formulas in music uh, in uh, movie making. Right. There's formulas that they hit and they go, it's this. I need these type of characters. I need this type of twist. I need this type of um Thing to overcome whatever right. that is like they figure that out whatever that formula is and if it works they're like i'm going to duplicate that and all of a sudden yeah you can start seeing the pattern of them going oh right. yeah that was really successful here we should do that same twist and uh, i was truly blown away i did not know the ending of sixth sense before i saw it i watched it completely innocent of knowing what happened at the end and so i it was like i would love to to do that again Right. Yeah. But once you know it, yeah. once you, you know, know it, yeah, yeah. It's a one, it's a one time shot. <laughs> right. right. Cause then, yeah, agree. Um, uh, so those aren't deeply personal things, but they're just like, I want to experience that again. So can I give you a similar yeah. one? Because I said something about mu music and movie kind of being the same way. I watched an Ed Sheeran thing the other day and he goes, I can play you any top 40 song. I saw that. Did you? And he goes, In an interview with four chords, yeah. I can play you any song, name it. And he did from, right. from Beatles to top 40 right. stuff now. And he's like, And so that to me always for one, for two reasons. One is it makes me feel good because I can play those same <laughs> four right, chords. Right. Um, but for two, I always go, I always look at these artists and they're always like, I love this song and it's so different. It's not. Yeah. Like you can do that same song over and over again and they, they all have it, right? It's, it's verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, right? Done. There's your formula. And then you just put four chords to it. It may be a minor chord in there somewhere. Right. Or, and you can liven it up in there. He yeah. played basic, right? Yeah, he just he played the four, that, but... right. But you're like, oh, so but, many. I mean, it, it sounded spot on. Oh yeah, and it he was, nails it. Yeah, although it was, he's he does he's decent at singing. So and the fact he knew helpful. the words to those when right. they just shouted it out, I'm like, right, the words to any song that could have come out. And he's like, yeah, here we go. And then, yeah, that was amazing. Um, so kind of along those same lines, uh, I just threw this in here. I wish I I could not know how good a steak tastes and do that the first time. Um, but any sort of food item that you really love, like uh, it just to me that first time that you enjoyed something on or something hit your senses hmm. you know in such a way that it was over that was like oh my gosh this is amazing um those those are the kind of things i'm like ignorance is kind of would be kind of like bliss there um the odds at a casino wish i didn't know those kind of kills the fun at least for me i'm that person mine's the lotto um <laughs> right i mean when i when i buy the ticket I literally feel rich until the drawing. Yeah, we've talked I, about I, it, right? I mean, yeah, I, I, I will. I, in my, I'm looking up houses of where right. I'm going to buy, right? right? Um, but when I walk into a casino, I feel like I'm always 50-50. Like I could, I could win anything in here. I know that's not right. I love that ignorance, but I know my odds on the lottery. Like I know right. Powerball and Mega Million. I know I'm at one in 30, 30 million, 300 million, right? So one in 300 million, that's not very good. Yeah. I have way better odds in a... In a uh, casino, in a casino, right? For a much smaller amount, but true. Yeah, uh, it just 
to me, when I was younger, I loved going in. And then once you start to feel the, the, the loss and go, this is really matching. And then you're understanding odds better, especially yeah. if you uh, look at them because I would want to play, I wanted to play to win. So I would look things up knowledge yeah. and yeah. try to figure out how, how the best yeah. way to do that was. And it was like, there is no, yeah, the fun wears off good way. when you know it's all rigged against <laughs> right. you. Yeah. It's all lights and blinky then. And yeah. so, okay. Um, I wish I didn't know how hard it was to lose weight. Hmm. Um, I've lost significant you weight have. in the past, um, and it was it's a, it's a grind. It's a long grind that you really have to put. You know, so when I when I've gained you, a lot back, to 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 start that that it knowing the knowledge of the grind before. Yeah, so it's now intimidating. It's bit to you. Right. And you're like, like I, it's it's harder to take the first step because you know you know every single step after that. <laughs> you know that there's a lot of steps. And I know that. the realistic timeline. Right. The first time I did like a hardcore program and lost almost 100 pounds, I thought I was going to lose it in like three months. Right. Like it was just going hardcore, like working yeah. out every day. Yeah. Eating right. And it took longer. But when you think it's three months and you get to three months, well, then you can do the next three months. Right. Right. <laughs> and, right. But it's, when it's you, the first step is hardest. Right. right. Once you've committed, then you're in. So when you in your mind go, well, now I know it's at least six to eight to maybe a year, yeah. you know, then you're like, man, that's a long time. So that's just one of those things or any probably, you know, I thought, well, I don't really run marathons, but maybe a person that ran marathons goes, I, I wish I didn't know how hard it was. So I would have excitement about trying that for the first time. So I'm going to I'm going to flip this on you and say, I wish more people knew how easy it was once you got past three miles. Mm, yeah. Um, like if I could give, like getting people from thinking that one mile is far in their brain, if I could, if I could stop that from happening and just go, once you hit, I wish you knew what it felt like when you, when you got into a zone and you feel like you could run for days. Right. Um, and that's anywhere past for me, it was always like the two mile to three mile mark. Once I hit that, nothing's uncomfortable anymore. I'm used to it. And I could run for nine or 10. I wish more people had knew that feeling right. than do because most people stop before they get to three. Yeah. Cause it's a long, they're like, that's a long <laughs> right. ass way. I can't right. run that far. Yeah. Uh, completely agree. So, um, here's, so here's where I get a little bit, uh, a uh, big or a little bit more, I'd say personal sort of, or uh -oh. not so on the nose with a couple of things. Um, this is probably one of my biggest ones when I thought about this. And that is, I wish I didn't know how big a jerks people could be. Uh, it really taints the way you approach a lot of things, right? If I go to a concert now, I just assume there's going to be four or five jerks that are going to do things that could potentially ruin my experience. And I factor for that and go, how am I going to navigate around that? The, the person spilling beer, maybe the person on their phone talking or putting mm -hmm. it up in my, you know, up so that every it's blocking people's view. You know, all of the that that's just one instance of no, concert but going. This is but the like, one thing that came up that I thought of when you said this topic is what would I like to know? I would like to think people are, are mo um, <laughs> like the majority of people are kind and considerate and that and right. you just know that's not right. Like you just <laughs> right. there's a lot of you that know, seems pessimistic, but I think there, that but, there's yeah. a bit of realism to that, right? Like, you know, you unfortunately you go to some place and you you're like, Man, I want my family to really enjoy this and it's a great outing. And then, you know, there's some Something that some jerk move that somebody pulls, and you're like, ah. Yeah. Then, and if your kids are present, then you got to go, don't do that, kids. You know, then you're, there's some explanation there. Yeah. And you got to explain it, why people are crazy, <laughs> right. and you're like, Dang, you've ruined everything. Yeah. So it just, it, it, it taints, I think, what otherwise, because now sometimes you, you sort of pre plan for that a little, or at least I do. And maybe that's. I don't like crowds. I mean, right. for that yeah. reason, is that exactly. people get crazy in crowds. And I, I've, I used to. I used to not mind going to concerts and that kind of stuff, but right. I I don't want to go on the busy time to Six Flags, or I don't want to go during the busy time to anything. Like I want to go in off season stuff where people aren't around. And it just around. seems like people just don't really care. Like yeah, it, no. if if They're, you know they put their phones up, and if you go, hey man, I'm trying to watch the show, it's then you're the jerk, right? Right. They're, they'll turn around and be like, "What's your problem? Right. You know, I'm it's to my phone, it. right?" I'm and you're like, "I'm the problem here." Right. <laughs> I, I, I asked nicely. You got a giant phone in my way, you know, and so yeah. And I think you know when you're looking forward to something and you go, "Well, oh, there might be you know that element." Yeah, it just sort of taints it. So, and I wish that would be completely gone because that like childhood innocence of going, yeah, like, I'm going go, to my first concert. Right, man, you just go gonna, and have fun. We're gonna blow it out. And, yeah, 
Yeah. Um, so kind of along those lines, but made me think of this and, uh, is I wish I didn't know that politicians and people in government care more about power and money than helping their constituents. This was my other one. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was my first one because this makes me more mad than almost anything else. This is why I don't watch the news. Um, mm-hmm. or I, why I don't po- get into the politics of stuff unless it's super big and then it's like everywhere. So it's saturated and I can't get away from it. But like the day to day, like watching Fox, watching CNN, uh, any of those networks, um, we're not sponsored by them. And, and we're probably never going to be. <laughs> <laughs> if they threw some of the money my way, I might go. Uh, we could say something. Watch their entertainment segment. Yeah. Um, but all of that just solidified. When I have seen that and, and you go, man, it really just seems like they're all just fighting each other as opposed to actually trying to do something to yeah. better uh, with uh, my life, the, yeah, the people's lives around me. When you realize they're not there for you, right? <laughs> right. Like you, you're not serving me in any way, shape or form, but you say it, it comes out of your mouth every day, how much you're worried about me in the middle class, but then you're just lying. Like that frustrates me more than almost anything else on earth right now. I like s- blatant liars. Yeah. Really. And here's what's hilarious. It's crazy. So I just saw this past week. I've seen this name a couple times, mm-hmm. but didn't have any background on it. Santos. Right. Yeah. And uh, so I see this clickbaity thing, whatever. And I'm like, I got to know why, you know, why this says the, you know, his party calling for his resignation over his lies. Yeah. And the only thing I could think of was if every politician that lied was asked to resign, we'd have no politicians. Right. right. What they meant what is the, the only, they're calling for his resignation because he got caught lying. <laughs> right. Like caught egregiously lying. Yeah. So I once mean, you get caught. All bets are off. Yeah. Because then they can go after you. Then oh, yeah. they have power they will, to go after yeah. you. Yeah. They will turn on each other and, you know. Tear you down. Try to get your power. Yep. Ugh. It's like sharks with a with blood in the water. And his his lies are dumb. He said he went to a college and got a 3.8. He doesn't have a college degree. Just be <laughs> honest with people. Right? Like, right on. I, and then what was his other one? He worked at, I don't know. He worked at, a, uh, he worked at a, a giant firm. Like, oh, I don't know. Let's, some Lawyer giant, firm? No investment firm. Okay. Um, Goldman Sachs. It is Goldman oh, Sachs. Okay. I said the biggest yeah, one I knew. Nice. <laughs> worked at worked at Goldman Sachs. Okay. Um, and people were like, "We checked. No one. No, you didn't." Uh, and you, we we went to this college, and they said you never, you didn't ever go here. Not only did you not graduate with a three point eight nine, which puts you in the top one percent of the graduates of this class, but you also didn't go to college here. Like stupid things. What? What? Why do you need that? I, I don't get it. I don't. What's your, what's your game here? Anyway. Before I say my last one, okay. you can what tell I want fires me up. You, you, yeah. know, you hit that one. All right. Nice. I, and I, it fires me up too, but and I wish I, just, I didn't know. I won't it. dip my toes into that water, like I said, until it's so. I'm like, if I see your name eight times, I'm going to go, okay, at least tell me. Yeah. You know, so I don't sound like a complete idiot when someone at a dinner party goes, can you believe what's going on with that guy? Um, so the last one I'll say here, um, I'll just caveat that as I was thinking about this, I, I am very lucky and that I haven't gone through like divorce. So I know there's probably people that go, I wish I would have never known my partner did such and such that caused a divorce. I, I'm just, I was trying to think of anything that might be something that a person would go, I wish I didn't know. I haven't had a loss of someone uber close to me, meaning in my immediate family. So like, I don't, I haven't lost my mom or dad. Um, so that a person might go, I wish I didn't know the pain of, of losing a parent or a sibling or my Mm -hmm. wife. So I don't have those. Um, the last one that's a personal to me is just, um, I don't know how many people out there have been witness to something fairly gruesome. I could have gone without seeing that. I was, uh, first day, Panama city, 1996 spring break hotel. We're on the. I think the guy was on the same floor as us. Some goof thought it was a good idea to try to go from one balcony to another by way of a um, gutter that was in between. The gutter broke. He fell four stories. I watched that. He just wanted to get a better look at some girl who took her top off. That was the cost oh. of, of that, his life, right? And I could have gone my whole life and not seen not that in seen, person. Yeah. I mean, we all know that that stuff exists. We all, and there's news and stuff happens all that all day, all, all the time. And people have witnessed probably much more horrific things of, than me mm-hmm. because I'm not in the medical industry. I'm not in, you know, driving a, an ambulance. I'm sure those guys, you know, yeah, hats you off to, to you. You get to see everything, right? Like yeah. you get to see every crazy, stupid thing any stupid person does. 
but I could have gone without accents, that, yeah. knowing that. All right, do you have anything to add? You stole my good one. Um, on the on the personal side of things, though, I I'm a big I still am a knowledge is power guy. I mean, there's there's things that frustrate me, um, like politics that I go, I wish I, um, I wish I didn't know like the government stuff. Like I just, I mean. It's it's obviously interesting for me for some reason. I cannot get keep my feet out of that water. Um, I need to shut her down. But um, I think I'll, even the bad things that you go through and you're like I've lost both my parents and you know I've lost a close friend in, in high school right after high school and like those things impact you and are really bad. I went through some depression after that and went through some like suicidal things and like just dropped out of school and just did all kinds of weird like bad crap. Mm-hmm. I, it made me who I am. Agreed. And I don't think not knowing that, I mean, I think no, knowing that has made me better um, and not knowing it would make me worse. So I'm going to say I still, all those painful things, I still go, yeah, they suck. They were, there was some really horrible crap going on, but I also wouldn't take it back because it, I think it makes you better. There are things like knowing that politicians aren't there for you. That doesn't make me better. Like, yeah, I would love to still think they, they actually care about <laughs> right. me because I wouldn't be so stressed. I wouldn't like turn on the TV and go, oh, are you kidding right. me? Right. And those were the, the kind of things I yeah. think I hit on too, because during this exercise, which is a really great exercise, I, I really, I would challenge anybody listening to take a little bit of time and try to write out a couple of things like that you go, I wish I'd never known this. And then, cause there'll be a couple of things that you write down and you scratch it off and go, but honestly, that that really helped me. And you sort of jumped into my next topic because my you know the next part of this yep. is the knowledge is power, because and I and sort of intentionally put the what we wish we didn't potentially know first because then like I said I think at the end of the day most of what you know will yep. help you even your failures and stuff. Yep. So I w- I'll I'll talk about that now. Um, let's go ahead and rate the beer. Cool. And then um, after that, I have a really fast, hopefully a. a, um, a a kind of a, it's not really a game so much as it's kind of a fun little play along um, of some of things that you may have want to have forgotten uh, fads that you participated in. So it's just a list. It's sort of a bullet list. We'll hit them fairly quick. And if you participated in the 80s, 90s, or aughts uh, in a certain fads, <laughs> then <laughs> okay. we'll see uh, how many points you get. Um, all right. So um, f- before I do this, um, this is our 99th rating um, and uh, the time uh, of a can. Um, so we're going to have a fun next episode here when we hit 100. We've only done 84 episodes. This is number 84, right? But we did, if people who just started listening who don't know, we started having these discussions and rating beers, and that turned into podcasts, right? And, and then the and early podcast we, we were doing do too. Two. Yeah. So, um, so if you look at, out at our list of cans that we've rated, we're at 98. This will be 99. Uh, just in time for that, we got an email, um, apparently in response to our growth-mindedness, our, our, our growth, growth mindset stuff. Mindset yeah. stuff. Uh-huh. Um, so this comes to us from Andy, Dear Growth-Minded Setters and Andrew. Uh, what's up, guys? <laughs> Long-time listener, former guest of the show, and margarita maker to the stars. Uh, but first-time emailer here. Um, my episode highlight when I when you said, uh, do, do not find this beer, and then also said, keep that growth mindset. Yeah. Apparently, those things didn't uh, quite jive. Um, but uh, basically said, um, no need to bash a brewery because your taste buds are total crap. <laughs> Right on. I hear you. Just so you know, there are numerous iterations of Sasquatch. That is the maker of, uh, of the can in question. Okay. Um, I feel some of the others you may like don't sell um, 903 up the river just yet. I'm the guy for that can, basically. That sounds up my alley. Not 100%, but I bet I would be at a 3.5 at least, which shows you how much you know we don't do We don't do fives. Thanks, Andy. <laughs> so... Uh, of the 544 people, oh, so there's, I guess, some app out there on uh, 544 people on some app out there that you can rate things. Mm-hmm. Um, they rated it a solid 3.95. Uh, that was the wine-infused yeah, oak, oak age, barrel. Oak-aged barrel wine-infused thing. Um, yeah. yeah, that I couldn't finish. Literally. I finished it. I, I did not finish the can. Yeah. So, which uh, means you were at a, a technically a one. And for a, a minute, we didn't know what IBUs were. Andy also schooled us on that. So apparently, Andy is our resident connoisseur, expert of all things palate. So I was just know going in, 
we're your everyday palates. You, my friend, are the specialized palate. I was sitting here getting ready to say, <laughs> wait until Andrew takes a break, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna give Andy a little shout out because he's been putting out a lot of content lately on drinks with Andy. And right, like, I, we, I follow that. It's been super entertaining over the Christmas holiday. It was he had all kinds of stuff going on. Twelve days of Christmas and stuff. It's fun to watch. Um, but now I'm not gonna say any. <laughs> not gonna say any right. of that. No shout outs. No for shout you. outs for Andy. No, do not. Do not. Uh, I'm not even going to say how good of margaritas he makes. Necessarily. Yeah. Come on. It's, a, it's, it's every man's opinion for himself or woman's. Yeah. Um, well, and, I'm going to give my opinion on this. And I, even if it isn't what you would the, want. The women from Romania like us. That's <laughs> yeah, all I care exactly. about. Um, all right. 312 Peach. I love this. This is great. I could drink this all day, <laughs> twice on Sunday. It's so refreshing. It's got a great, um, and you know, like we've liked 312. So I think this is just adding a bit of flavoring to it. They have their regular, you know, brew without flavoring. Like I mentioned, they have their lone shandy, which we uh, like. Um, I, I, I dig this. Uh, I'm definitely giving it a four. Um, I don't know if I'll push it on people. Uh, I feel because it's, it's not too unique. Where it's like, you know, there are some beers that are probably in close proximity. It's not so far off the meter that I'm like, man, you have to try this. This is not something I've ever had before. Um, but I really dig it. Uh, it's a great taste. But again, I've, I said at the top of the show when you I'm introducing it, I like peach stuff. It's a good taste for me. So if you don't like peach, you know, you're not going to agree with me. Um, and But, you know, for me, solid four. All right. So I like peach. This is peach gone wrong. Um, this is the, so I'm at a two, uh, I'm, I'm not going to uh, bottom line up front. I'm at a two on this one and, and it's the, the peach flavor. So I like the beer underneath it. If you mm. get rid of the peach, but the peach flavor tastes like bad peach. They put in tea. There's some good peach teas that you can get out there. And then yeah. there's some that like you can taste the, the artificialness of peach. And to me, I taste artificialness of peach. Like it's got something on my tongue and I'm like, it's not horrible. I'm going to drink it, <laughs> right but I'm, I'm not probably not going to buy it and put it in rotation. I'm just not digging the peach part yeah. of it. I guess for me that I I can appreciate that because I know that there that peach taste mm-hmm. in there is probably not peach juice because I think it says on here like maybe squeezed one peach per flavor. can. <laughs> yes. Um, so I I can see that, uh, mm-hmm. but I think it's it's probably I, I lean towards peach as being a good flavor that it's it's not resonating not with me bad at, at, for at me. the end. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna two. You're at a four. Yeah. We, we average out to a three, so go find it. Um, yeah. And it's not overpowering peach. That's another thing. It's 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 yeah. subtle. It's not like you, go, you drink that and go, oh, that's peach. It's like that's a beer with hints of peach to me. I also think it comes in that order flavor-wise. I, I taste beer first, then peach. And then the hair and then, of the peach. Yeah, and then the yeah, sticks then on your the tongue. Outside, and then the sticker and then the stem. They um, had a nectarine flavor that didn't leave the hair on your tongue. Yeah. Then okay. I would, yeah. All right. Amen. All right. So let's uh, get back into it. Let's talk about the things. The knowledge is power. Okay. Um, so just a couple. So I, the way I actually, because I think we summed it up fairly well, right? In in talking about how we we think that all of what we know and our experience has made us who we are, mm-hmm. and it's the wisdom that we possess today. But what I thought would be a good exercise is to go if your current self was given a time machine and the ability to go back and tell your 18-year-old self one bit of wisdom that you've acquired, what would you want to have known when you were 18? What is the knowledge that you didn't possess at 18 you wish you did? But at 18 specifically? Well, I mean, if I just tried to choose a young age that wasn't too old that, like, you've already started to – you started having kids, yeah, 20. I mean, yeah, two years after that, I was right. getting married and having kids. Um, I was starting my, you know, profession in my early 20s. So, like, you know, just those things that before you kind of jumped completely out of school or that that school every day mindset, no, you know, your job was part time into, okay, you're looking forward to adulthood. Yeah. What knowledge did you want? Now, the obvious answer is invest heavily in Apple yeah. or pick another one, yeah. maybe Walmart, you know, but for me, I'd probably Apple. At the time, <laughs> put everything I ever owned for a while in that and just let it um, make me a millionaire. Yeah. So I think, am I going first on this one? Yeah. So I think there's two things that really pop out. Um, one is, I think at some stages, especially in like the way that I ended up 
getting married and having kids and really, really early, there's a lot of self-doubt. Like, I don't know what I'm doing all the time, like for 20 years of my life. And really still, I, every day I don't know what I'm doing. Like I'm making it up. I would have really loved to just say every day of your life, you're going to just be making it up and it's okay. <laughs> right. You're intuitive. You, you, you see the world well enough and you understand people well enough. You're going to be okay. Like, don't, don't worry about it. Don't stress out about it. Don't, don't put yourself in like crazy anxiety mode about it. It's going to be good. Um, <clears throat> the other is, is that when you're 18 and you're a boy, at least, um, you're invincible. Um, and so things you, you do stupid, stupid things, right? Like you, like I would have, I would go back and go, Hey, let's not try to kill ourselves in the car, right? Like let's not go 110 miles an hour. Let's not run, you know, I, I got my license taken away twice. Like, because it just, I had uh, like 18 tickets at, at, some, at one point and they were all running the gamut, like <laughs> from, from right. speeding, running stop signs, passing in a no passing zone, careless and imprudent driving all I got. You were trying to I, get the bingo for I, all yeah, the tickets. I, did. I got a, I got a, I got a passing in a no passing zone and a speeding on my way home to tell my parents that I couldn't afford to pay my careless and imprudent driving ticket. And I needed I remember money. remember that story. Three tickets, <laughs> less than, oh, probably 12 hours, but less than 24. Right. That was bad. So I would say, hey, simmer down. You're a little sack of flesh that can really die easily, and you're endangering <laughs> other people. Like, don't be so stupid at 18. That's a good one. Um, ooh, and my third one, can I have three? Sure. Oh, great. Um, so I might be ruining this whole game. Um, no. My third one is, is that, people aren't always going to be around. So whether that be friends, whether that be parents, whether that be like, you're going to, even if it's, they don't die, they just disconnect from you. Appreciate what you have. Like I disconnected from friends for like Shannon and Grant and folks. I connected with them this year, last year. I hadn't connected with them in 20 years. Like, don't do that. Like connect with people. Like it's, you know what I mean? Don't do that. Don't disconnect and, and spend your time wisely with those people. So, so you're, you're like 18 years old self. Don't do that. Yeah. Like, I mean, there, there's people that I still don't, I don't connect with well enough from my high school that I should. They're, they're a small, very small group. I mean, like probably I can think of five people. I wish I would call once a week, maybe six. <laughs> six times a week? I would call them once a week. <laughs> um, but, you know, I lost my parents pretty young. Right. I, you know, things I would do, things I would spend more time there. I would spend more time making sure my grand, my, my kids got to see their grandparents, that kind of thing. Just sure. if you knew that kind of stuff, but okay, that's mine. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, I can tell that that was very emotional there. I need to have a button touchy feely alert. Uh, um, but that's good. I love it. Uh, here's mine. Um, this, this one sort of my, uh, applies to both, I think, work and home life, especially when and t- speaking of kids, not, okay. uh, not in the marriage department, but more of the kids. Um, but I, w- I was called on, I think, looking back on it to manage people at a in very early in my life and career. Um, and I would tell my younger self, learn to be a servant leader first thing um, and appreciate that not everyone wants to succeed. Yeah. I was naive in thinking that everyone wanted to do a good job and succeed and, and just all play on the same team. Um, for some reason, I mean, that doesn't even happen on the schoolyard. So right. I don't know why I, I thought in the, I thought maybe it's because I'm like, well, you get fired, right? Yeah. Like if you're not all trying to succeed, um, I didn't know that there were people that didn't really care if they got fired, yeah. um, or would, or knew that they could get fired, but had all of these ways of trying to play the system yeah. to not they get spend, fired. They spend their energy trying to beat the system to not get fired versus what I always, I, I'm with you because I always assumed people wanted to get promoted. And I found a lot of people who didn't. I'm like, <laughs> right. you're not trying to move up, like, like make more money and right. get, find another job. And like, they're like, no, I want to work here and until I don't have to work here right. anymore. And you're like, what? <laughs> what is it crazy? Um, so my early on te- natural tendency was to be more of a task manager. Yeah. Uh, I think not only at work, but then probably with kids too, because it was like, okay, I, I know what they need to do. I just need them to get from point A to point B. Just do it. And that, and that's taking humanness out of mm-hmm. the equation. Um, so I, it took me a long time to sort of incorporate that. I'm just not naturally empathetic to that level where I can go, I can separate work 
from life. You know, if I, when I go to work, I go into work mode, right? And I'm like, get mm-hmm. A, B, C, D done, I can go home. Whereas a lot of times there are people that they're not doing well, but it's because home life. Yeah. Um, certain stresses. Yeah. And I was horrible at taking that into account. And that was just something that I think I could have done way better at. It would have helped some relationships at work. Yeah. Um, probably would have, you know, helped diffuse a little bit at home with kids, like being a little bit more, I don't yeah. know. I'm just putting yourself in somebody else's shoes bad. for a hot minute. Yeah. That's tough to do. Right. I mean, as a servant leader, you have to be more, you have to be empathetic and, and it's, it's sometimes it feels like it's counterintuitive to getting a job done fast is to taking a, you know, a right turn and going, I need to talk to you about how, how things are at home or what are you feeling or why do you, you know, what's going on in your world versus can you just get this, these three things done? Then we can all go home for the damn day. Like, yeah. And so. when, when you, you're throwing a team, I think I was 21 when I got promoted and I got my first team, my natural reaction was I'm going to grab this team by the horns and yeah. I'm going to pull them across the yeah. finish line of success. Yeah. I'm going to pick this bull up and I'm going to carry right. it with me. Right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it wouldn't budge, right? Yeah. Like, especially in that manner, right, of, of, of tackling it that way. And I'm like, what is the problem here? I am doing all of the things that I think, I, you know, to get these stuff done. And it was, and, it, and it's so much easier when you go down, when you become that servant leader kind of mentality, if, if, if that make, makes sense to whoever's listening, right, where you're like, I'm going to come to you, figure out what your needs are to help you want to do better and then you're going to pick up that all the team members will pick up the team and move it forward. I I can't do that on my own. And I did not know that at 21. (laughs) I mean, I struggled, you know, it was, it was a horrible day to day process. I'm like, why do these people not want to do this? You know, I guess it's, and especially if you think the job is sort of easy, right? You're like, why can't you just do A, B, and C? Yeah. It's, it's super easy. I did it. Right. <laughs> you know, I could do it right now. Right. And, uh, and yeah, that's just not the way everybody works. Yeah, we like, grew up. Why in- isn't everybody wired like me? I know. It's frustrating. <laughs> I had this conversation with my wife the other day. I'm like, why, does, why, don't, why don't you think like I do? It would, you know how much easier this relationship would be if you just thought like, <laughs> thought like me? It's uh, so much awesome. better. <sighs> All right. Um, the other semi one that I had on here, it's not as that number one is the one I just said. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other one, I don't know if this would help me as an 18 year old, but, um, I, if you could live your life, I was, when I was young, I was very, didn't understand the ways of the larger world. I mean, even though I grew up in sort of an urban area, there was a lot of different types of people. Um, uh, just, it was very, uh, it wasn't just all people that look like me, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I, so I didn't really get a sense or know that there are people that have a preconceived notion of you just because of your size, your color, your ethnic, your, or your, your race, your, your male or female, your gender, um, your religion, um, the way you look, you know, in, in, uh, in your demeanor, basically. So, um, just, if I could tell my 18-year-old self, be very mindful and careful of the things you say and do, um, because a lot of things could be taken out of context. And mm-hmm. there were some early things at, at work that I, I was very innocently, you know, just talking with people the way I would talk to anybody back in my old neighborhood, you know, like where, and, and, the, and, and things were like it just because of who I was and and just some of the preconceived of this is the world I come from, it, it just it doesn't always mesh. So I wasn't always sensitive mm-hmm. to that. And it, it, again, just a boulder that I feel like you, I, I pushed a lot. That if I would have known <laughs> right back then, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have spent all those calories doing it. Yeah, you know, or mind cell brain cells. Yeah, I, I don't know. No, I, I didn't know how to put that, but you know. So I've had a couple instances where I've been just enlightened by people and, and, yeah. and felt very ignorant about what other people have gone through in the world. It, a, couple of it, a couple of them have been about race. Um, one of them has been from a war-torn country, and they're like, you know, this is, you know, I'm like, holy crap. Like, I don't have, cr- I, like, uh, s- s- sure, white male, middle-aged dude, comes from middle-class family, doesn't have a lot to complain about anyway. I get that. Um, but, like, some of the stories I've like, you end up hearing people's stories about 
you know, what they suffered as a kid or, or racism that they still mm-hmm. suffer today, or, you know, they, they've changed their names so that they went on their resume. It doesn't appear as a African American names. It comes across their mom right. named them specifically. So they, they, their name doesn't trigger something like just those kind of things. You go, gee, many Christmas. Um, yeah. So I've had those enlightening moments where I go, God, I wish I was more paid more attention to this earlier and knew about it earlier. Cause it, you know, you can do something about it if you know about it earlier. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, there are certain things that you, you know, if you say, even if, if, if it's in a joking manner yeah, that it, you know, somebody might, might not take it that way. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah. Um, all right. That's really uh, anything else you want to add for like, I mean, I, I know we really, I would sort of at the top of the uh, the segment, we sort of framed it of why we think really knowledge is good. But yeah. and then I, we sort of said what we would tell ourselves young. But so I would my only other add while we were going through this is I feel like if I went had to go back, I could be a better parent. I started parenting young, like we were still playing, we were still drinking Mountain Dew, playing video games when I was a parent, right? Like college days stuff, right? Like twenty one years old, so. I think going, if I had to go back and do it, if I knew what I knew now, know now, I would go back and go, okay, I need to be more rigid about making sure my kid has the opportunity to go take risks and doesn't feel like failure is not an option. Like you can go out and fail 10 times. I don't care, but I want you to be try. I want you to be a trier. I want you to like really push for certain attributes in both of my kids that go, how do you, I build your confidence the right way. And how do you become a person that's, you know, that's out there taking on challenges and is almost not afraid of things. Um, I think there's a lot to be afraid of in this world. So I would mm-hmm. go back and do some of those things over again and say, this is done with the, be super implicit about why I'm doing things as a parent. What's interesting about that though, and then I, we, we've talked about nature versus nurture. And I think you could, even if you had the time machine and you could go back, you could, you might bang your head against the wall. Maybe. Um, a second time because you're like, Hey, I know I don't want you to be afraid of something and you're just working against genetics or working against True. the, that inborn personality. That's just like, Hey, I'm, I'm averse to risk. That's just how yeah. I'm wired. I, yeah. I still like it. I'm <laughs> right. never going to like it. So thanks for pushing me out of the airplane with the parachute on. You know, right. but I don't want to, I don't want to pull this cord. <laughs> well, I don't want to skydive. You're making me do this and thinking it's going to grow me or, or make me grow. I don't know. It's it's a, it, that one's a tough one because I completely agree with you and it's one I thought about when I'm like, hey, if I could go back, would I change my parenting? And I'm like, man, I really did the. I, I feel like I did the best with what I knew and how and and yeah. and I don't know that I would change much other than just being a little bit less task oriented with kids when they were younger because I've gotten progressively, I think, better at that as I've gotten older. Um, but you know, to your point, major changes of personality, yeah. I don't know that you can affect. Be- because I thought I could affect when I was young. I thought I could do that. Yeah. So when they came out, I was like, "That kid is going to be a polite, this, <laughs> that, outgoing. You know, going to have friends." Too, but yeah. yeah. And then they did their own. I'm like, I can't. This personality is just what it is. Yeah. It's, it's they're wiring. Uh, and so I'm looking back and going, if my parents would could do anything different, would I be a different person now? And I, I'm glad they aren't because I'm I'm okay. I like who I am right. now. So at some point, maybe my kids will go. I'm glad. I, yeah, they jacked some stuff up pretty bad, but I'm glad they did. Like, I wouldn't right. go back and have them do it again. So maybe that's the answer is that I, if I could go back, I'd probably screw them up in a different way. And, like, and they'd be like pissed because they, you know, they're, they're lovely people now. So excellent. All right. Well, the last thing I want to do is um, so when I was thinking about things that you might not want to know or might, might want to purge from your, uh, okay. um, from your memory are fads that you par- either participated in, maybe you had them. Maybe you don't. Maybe you embrace these. Um, So I'm going to sort of like rapid fire these off and you can say participated into it, whatever. Still love it. Didn't uh, or you could go, oh, I can't believe I did that. Okay. if you uh, if you you know, because there's some fads where, you know, if you see a picture of yourself and you're like, oh, (laughs) I was into that. Yeah. so uh, I almost said give yourself points system, but I think there's too many of these. Plus, it will go a little quick. I think it'll be just a little bit more fun to just kind of reminisce um, about some of these. So number one item, and I'll kind of give you a time frame when I think these occurred um, for the most part. But I might 
be a little off if things happened at the very end of the 80s, very early 90s. Don't worry, Andy will let us know. <laughs> yeah. Email us. <laughs> um, do you remember magic posters? Those things at the mall, all, all the kiosks had these things that um, they yeah, were just I, this. I, can't, I could never see them. Those things that <laughs> you, if you look at of, it right. Of and a bunch just, of color. It's nonsense. Yeah. That, and then I, you would have to either either cross your eyes or like un, un, let your eyes just go. I still think those are fake. <laughs> I think people were messing with me. I've never, that's never worked for me. That was one of those fads that it seemed like it was so big. Oh, it was. But then gone. Yeah. Right? Like pe- people, I don't know anybody that had them on their wall. I know my mom bought one at some yeah. point, but I don't remember us hanging it up. Yeah. Cause once you've seen it. <laughs> right. Oh, it's a boat. <laughs> yeah. Great. All Move right. On. Number two. Now this one's a big one. Um, mixtapes. Uh, oh, I miss our missed mixtapes. Oh. Embrace it or, or uh, embrace it. Embrace it or leave Kids it. Kids don't have that now. They have playlists with a million songs on right. it. You used to have to narrow that crap down mm-hmm. to you got five songs on the side of a tape and you got five songs on the other or six songs on the other, whatever it is. Like you have to right. be specific. And you had to do your darndest if you were taping it off, off the of radio. The radio. Oh, yeah. Um, and then if you were making a mixtape, you had to have the dual yeah. you know, action. Uh, the dual de- decks and man, it was a process. And if it breaks, <clears throat> if your tape player eats it, <laughs> yeah. you're destroyed, right? Because you put so much effort, and you're like, now I have to remember what songs are on there mm-hmm. and what order because I want them in the same order. I put them in a, an order specifically on purpose. side A and side B, right? Yeah. So, oh yeah, there's a lot of work. Now they're just like, oh yeah, edit to my Spotify list, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's <sighs> on the list, and then you're like, I've heard this enough, take it off. Yeah, like well, when I've heard something enough on my on my tape, I had to listen to it again because yeah. it was on there forever. I still have, just for the record, I still have mixtape in my office. I have a tape player and I can put my tape. You do? In. Yeah. I have, a, I have wow. a record player, a tape player, and a CD player, and a radio all in one. Wow. So I can play anything that I've ever had nice. growing up. Do you remember Koosh Balls? I do remember Koosh Balls. I love Koosh Embrace balls. it or? Embrace it. Leave it. Okay. Those rubbery strings. Mm-hmm. It was just They're a ball made with. of what? A thousand. Yeah. <laughs> Those things. And then uh, uh, what do you do with them? Dong, dong, you dong, start, dong, dong. Like you take you like three. against your fist. And, and then yeah. you like spin it around. We used them, test for, the we used them for tennis a lot too. We, yeah. I don't know. We had them all over for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, they, they, they were they, everywhere. Most of them were sort of that, you know, standard size tennis ball, maybe size, but then they had little ones. Mm-hmm. But those standard size tennis ball ones they were everywhere and they yeah and somebody all colors a, somebody made a fortune out of those things yes all right so that, that was i had that in the late 80s uh mixtapes i had in the 80s and early 90s magic posters 90s so do you remember in the late 90s those um next cell phones that had the walkie talkie function so it was like a cell phone but yeah. then the people that had the next tell they didn't have to use the cell phone piece right. they, they just went the walkie talkie Right, yeah. and it made that certain noise. I can't mm-hmm. re- replicate it, but whenever I heard it, it was sort of because I didn't have one of those, and I didn't even. I'm like, and it was kind of obnoxious. Right? It was everybody could hear it. Yeah, I wasn't. I'm not. I wasn't a fan then. I could do without it now. <laughs> yeah, like I don't. Yeah, it was. It was a great invention at the time. Like for probably was, th- yeah. two years. It, every construction. Oh, that was like, what it was great for. I'm sure construction workers and all those pe- those folks that are talking to a whole group of folks and it, it, yeah. any, all day long. Taxi drivers, yeah. probably. You know anybody Checking that just in, yeah yeah quick without having a call. Um, do you remember in the early aughts, flash mobs? Yes. Uh, uh, embrace it or flash ditch mobs, it. which would be the same as dance. Just mobs. all of a sudden in a mall somewhere, break out and and all, yeah, people that seemingly don't know each other all start to do the same dance. Yep, and- love it. I can still watch those on YouTube. Embrace. <laughs> all right, embra- I, I have a feeling start, you're going to embrace all of I'll these. I'll start singing at once, digging that too. I can't do it without the, those flash mobs. It was just a, a little, I don't know for what, it, it was kind of neat to see, but then you're like, Wow, you did all of that preparation just for those two minutes of making yeah. people go, oh, they do know each other. Right. Why is but- that one person walking out <laughs> into the middle? Oh, they do the dance too. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, and especially after the first, like the first one or two, interesting. After that, then it was kind of like, oh, here it goes. All right. Um, so these were kind of all in the same vein here. Uh, 80s slap bracelets, 90s, you replace those with live strong bands. And then, in the, and you also in the Ooh. 90s replace that with friendship bracelets. Yeah. Uh, embrace li- those slap bracelets, I wasn't into, but those are still around. Um, 
you know where I find those at the place where you get tickets for video games or something like yeah. ski ball. Yeah. I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. They have slap braces. <laughs> they are so cheap to in, make. Yeah. In fact, um, I think my niece got one for Christmas. She's three, um, almost four, I guess. Yeah. Four next week. Um, she got one for Christmas and she was like, look, uncle Steve, I got a slap bracelet. Like she was jacked up about it. She's like, slap it on my wrist, slap it on your wrist, slap it on everyone. I'm like, I remember being jacked up about <laughs> yes. this too. So she was, she was jacked up about it. So, um, live strong, bracelets. live strong bracelets, not in, I'm not into that. Yeah. I wasn't really into it when it came out. I don't think either friendship bracelets I got into for a while. Um, I remember just at school, yeah, there would be stuff like, to do. Yeah, you remember you'd be making them. You'd yeah. Tape something to the end of your desk and then you're like, yeah. And all the different patterns. And yeah. Yeah. I, it was good for me because I'm a fidgeter. So I'm like, ooh, something I can just sit here and do with my hands and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, uh, you know, at some point you would have like 12. Yeah. And you know, just a ton of them. Mm -hmm. And then you'd wear them until they're all sweaty, right? Like gross. Yeah. And just, yeah. Until they're, yeah. They used to be vibrant, like whites and, <laughs> right. and reds and stuff. And now they're all just brown and crusty. <laughs> yeah. gross. All right. Um, in the 80s, uh, take it or leave it, football shaped or it phones or any phone that was crazy. In colors, <laughs> take it. I think see through. I think it was those were awesome in, the, in their day. I mean, I think you should leave them back then. I don't know what where that puts me, but I loved those. Yeah, and it's, what's funny is I I feel like we haven't really changed because everybody's phone wallpaper is different. Right. It's your personality. Right. So it's even kind though they the kind of look the same, but yeah, the clear ones with the neon on the oh, outside, yeah. Bart Simpson's head that popped off, and <laughs> right. like yeah, I mean, and I the neon an, would flash when it rang. Oh like yeah, it would, you know, ring I, like, and, I had an Incredibles phone at one point because I got oh, yeah. that from work. Anyway, it made all kinds of crazy noise. Anyway, yeah, we had we had fun phones back then. I had a football phone that I won in grade school. Oh, that's in a good our, one. Yeah, that we had a kind of that um, field day thing, yeah. and uh, it was a uh, one of the games. I just sat there all day, and I'm sure somebody got it free with an ESPN right. subscription, right? And then just like here, I'll <laughs> donate this, and yeah, uh, and I loved it. Um, all right, in the tens, you remember planking? Did you ever plank? I I mean, planking is a good exercise. As an exercise, it's sure. not an activity that you do to like walk out in the street and go, I'm going to go plank. <laughs> but it, that's no, what people did. That's dumb. You should that, leave that. No, I'm, I'm out. Whatever the out and is. It was like on weird things. Yeah, right? like on a trash can. Or right. like, yeah, yeah. On Here's a, a, a church sign. I'm just going to plank on top of it. And the, yeah, that's that was dumb. <laughs> it was dumb. Yeah. I kind of, uh, it was like early days of challenges. They didn't call it a challenge. It would have been called planking challenge now. But, you know, with TikTok, everything's yeah. sort of like a challenge. I think I had a, I, I think I have a picture of me planking because my <laughs> boss thought it was the best thing ever. And oh, I was yeah. up in uh, Seattle and, he's, and he owned a winery at the time. And so he's like, everybody get a different, we had a, all of his barrels. He's like, everybody get on a different barrel and plank. <laughs> He's like, this is going to be awesome, and we're going to take our picture. I'm like, okay. Oh. So I went along with it, but I was it was not my idea. Sure. All right. Um, here's some uh, fashion stuff. 80s parachute pants. Uh, those are, those weren't a great the idea. The nylon with a bunch of zippers. Yeah, they weren't a great idea when they came out. <laughs> you make a lot of noise when you walk. Yeah. Um, replace that uh, in the 90s, then you put on regular pants and put on chain wallets. Yeah. That fad. I'm not a huge fan of that either. You know, the big chain yeah, that dangles almost to your all, like yeah. down your thigh, and you walk around like I'm not losing my wallet. You right. see how it's chained to me, right? <laughs> I'm sure that still exists. It uh, does. And then, um, also in the '90s, you remember the Adidas jackets that uh, became a gang symbol a bit with the white stripes down your arms, right? Yeah, yeah. So it was like red ones. You were yeah. in one uh, yeah. one affiliation, and blue ones. You're yeah. another affiliation. Yeah. But none of the people wearing Adidas jackets were affiliated, yeah. right? Because they were all in schools, like you know, yeah. that we were in. Like, uh, hey, look, I got a red Adidas jacket. It's the yeah. hottest thing going. But Run DMC, I'm not a blood. Adidas, I swear, cool for everybody, right? Wasn't that who it was? Run DMC, who made Adidas cool for everybody? Oh, uh, LL Cool J too, right? Okay. I think those two. Uh, garbage pail. Here's some uh, um, toys or, or collectibles. Garbage pail kids. I don't think I got into those. I may be wrong, but I, I was I was really young. I was like in second or third grade because I remember being in a babysitter's house. You know, I, I couldn't be on my own at that point. And uh, but they were just so obnoxious, and the parents hated them. I think that's why I loved them. Right? Yeah, like it was like, hey, I mean, look I, what I got. Yeah, and then you know, stinky Teddy, right? right? And he's got snot coming out of his nose or whatever those things were. Just gross. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and then the, and it's like, why are you collecting those? So I think it was sort of that. Yeah. First uh, attempt at a little bit of rebellion. Yeah. 
and then micro machines I put on here in the eighties. Do you like micro machines, especially because little cars? Because that little the guy who did the commercial, the micro machines. He commercial. was the best part of that whole fad. Agree. The actual micro machines kind of kind of trashy because they're so small. Yeah. Yeah. You just step do you do on with them, them and you get hurt. You hurt yeah. yourself. You, you're they're like stepping you on a Lego. You either you either <laughs> hurt yourself or you lose them yeah. quickly. And there's not really much fun you can do with a car that's like this, yeah, you know, the size, the size of your of fingernail. Your, yeah. No. <laughs> Agreed. That guy was the best part of it. He was awesome. Uh, 90s waterbeds. We talked about waterbeds today. Did you? Yeah. My wife's like, hey, do we need a new bed? And I'm like, she's like, we should get a waterbed. And I'm like, yeah. she goes, I go, you would still be in it right now. You would not be able to get out of that thing. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so yeah. I bought myself a waterbed when I was like 17 or 18. Did you? I don't, I don't know that they were great. Dumb, I, was, I guess. I mean, it, there was such a fad like um, yeah. that. I totally, I'm like, this this will be the greatest thing I've ever slept on because it's water. And then it's not. Um, I'll tell you, the worst one is when the heater doesn't work because you got to heat. You know, there's a yeah. heating element, and then you wake up and you're like in your body temperature is so low that you're almost passed out. <laughs> I mean, I was chilled one night. I'm like, oh my gosh, my heater broke or something. I was a. Uh, I the, all I ever remember, I didn't never. I only slept on one probably twice. Um and uh. All I remember is getting into it and then going, I, am I going to sit here and just do the worm? All right, slosh. Like, like you're, you're, all of a sudden you like you, you get still, but <laughs> right. you're never still because you're like you're doing the permanent worm right. for like five minutes. I'm like, this is really not good. Yeah. How am I ever going to fall asleep? Um, lava lamps, that's sort of ongoing. My kids yeah. had a lava lamp for a second. I was like, oh my, look, they still are made. Yeah, right. both my kids had lava lamps. I had lava lamp when I was uh, in high school. I thought it was interesting yeah. it gets hot as all get out yeah it, it, it's, it's kind of dangerous oh it is you can burn yourself on that so uh embrace it or leave it you're gonna, I'm gonna embrace, embrace it. it uh embrace or leave black light posters that was a huge in, yeah, in the 90s those. those are fun spencer's gifts i don't think yeah. would have been in business for a while had it Agreed. not been for those i, I put up a, a decent amount of those yeah um i'm gonna zip through some uh, I, I have just a few left here cool to wrap it up uh do you remember monster balls no. They were Nerf balls, but they were in the shape of monster heads. Oh, I do remember these. I had some of these. <laughs> yeah. Because I had a skeleton one and like a Frankenstein. They had like Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah, a yeah, bunch yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I thought those were for boys, Polly Pocket for girls. I, I remember the name. Obviously, I never owned them. Oh, I shouldn't say obviously, uh, but you, I never owned them. You've had two girls. The Polly Pockets have been going forever. My girls had Polly Pockets. They did? Yeah. It was like a resurgence? Yeah. Like... All right, because I remember like Cabbage Patch came around again, right? Where like they were fact, selling those. I may be wrong, but I'm fairly certain my kids gave your youngest their Polly Pockets. I think you've I'll had Polly Pockets at your house, but I didn't know because <laughs> that was a big '80s in the '80s. Yeah. Polly Pockets was huge. All right, uh, Swatch watches, embrace yeah. it early. Embrace them. Those things were the bad mofo. Remember thirty-five dollars a piece, um, uh, five hundred variations, changeable bands. I you never could, had one. What? Zero. You need to buy one now. We were so poor. Um, you know, I'd ask and they would be like, Well, we can get you this like Casio. It was like ten dollars, oh. right? Like, you know, I mean it just uh, the the richie in my I shouldn't say the, rich, the kids, rich kids. But the kids that had money, they had like eight or nine swatch watches and they would yeah. new one every like they would wear a different one every day. I had one, but it was my prized possession. But they had bands. Oh yeah. The the things that protected the screen. The back, little jelly bands. Yeah. That like you stick on each side of it and it goes over and the you top. Could twist yeah. two colors and or you something. Could do things yeah. with that. I'm like oh, yeah. those things they accessorize. They were the first like, pre Apple accessory watch stuff. Right. right? Like it was, it was cool. They still make watches. Yeah. Just a as they should. So I'm, <laughs> As they, they're I, still riding on that '90s money. That's right. They're like, we're killing it. Uh, all right, you remember Max Hedrum or Spuds McKenzie? I the remember, fads yeah. of of uh, of uh, commercials mm -hmm. back then. Um, I, this is a fad um, that I don't think we do anymore. Hands across America, and we are the world, where a ton of celebrities get together, not right after a natural catastrophe, but just for hey, world hunger. Yeah, <laughs> you know, or that we're gonna stretch across. Um, the United States, uh, whoever thought that that was going to be a, an, a it was, thing, like, yeah, that should have been a thing. Yeah, this is going to fail. Where there's no way yeah. we have enough people that are going to get on board. Right, have you been to Kansas? No one <laughs> wants to walk through Kansas, like go out and find a spot in Kansas. Right. So, uh, do you remember moon boots? Yeah. I don't know if they make these things, but they're just snow boots, right? They, they are, but they're those kind that have. It's like um, at the top, it's like a what do you call it? It's, it's, it's like an elastic it's, it's thing, cinches, right? but, it's, it's it's, but yeah. the hole is at the very top and you stick your, it, yeah. And it's like all foam yeah. essentially. Yeah. Uh, 
They kept the snow out of your neat. boots. Oh yeah, they should. St- I feel like they should still sort yeah, of make a, a version of that. Great if they design. Don't. Yeah, yeah. Kept everything waterproof. It was yeah, easy on, easy off. Um, uh, troll dolls I have on here. Just tell me this: Did you ever have a tail in the eighties on uh, boys? It was where you... The rat tail? The rat tail. No. Okay. I don't believe so, although if anybody's going to call and correct, that'll be my sister. <laughs> um, I did have... She'll have uh, a picture. She I will. got picture proof. Um, I did have a mullet. Is that on your list? No. I had, a, I, I had a dyed blonde mullet. So if that's not on your list, it should be, because that was definitely cool. I'm just kidding. It wasn't Right. There cool are a thing. ton of other fads on here that I obviously didn't put on here. I tried to put things that we haven't talked about before yeah. or that doesn't always come up, because I feel like there's a couple that always there's come up. There's some reoccurring up, stories. Right, of nostalgic things. Um, and so I was like, I'm going to go a little off radar, right, to some of these fads that might be forgotten about fads a little bit. Um because uh, I, you know, it took me a minute to remember the rat tail, but yeah. going, and there were some people that had them so yeah, long, it just braid them so crazy. It was gross. Um, and then I could take, I could take this out behind the barn and shoot it. Um, and that is trust falls. <laughs> I've always thought those were so kind of dumb. Yeah. Um, in the nineties, and then how many fail videos have you seen of that? Yeah. Um, and then the, the last one I put on here uh, specifically for you and your lovely family, and that was uh, the Y two K or. Oh, um, yeah, we prepped. <laughs> Preppers. We're still prepped for it. <laughs> All right. Anything you want to add to that? No, I think that's good. Oh, that I know. A, that was a good reminisce about Swatch Watches, and that's that's entertaining. That's fun. Yeah, and I didn't even get to some of the uh, like uh, the, the uh, other ones that I had on there. I skipped over some good ones. Um, man, that I, I shouldn't have probably, but there's, I'm just running out of time. What's the, the, the uh, speak and spell? Oh, it was yeah. awesome. Um, and the, there was one of the, uh, oh, well, I won't make everybody. Oh, the Merlin. Do you remember that? No. It was that red thing that looked like a big, uh, like a phone and it had four. It was like one of the earliest handheld computer things. Oh. And, um, again, only kids that had money. Whenever I would go to people's houses that had money and they had like the, the stuff, the, cool the electronics, I would just be like, can we just play that? And you know, it was always terrible because they had played it so much. Right, they were done. That they were like, eh, I'm kind of tired of it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I want to play this for hours. All right. I don't remember that one. So I think it, uh, you know, I won't end this episode quite as abruptly as I did the last one. Um, That's awesome. But uh, um, I think at the end of the day, uh, hopefully, maybe you agree with us that, you know, I think knowledge is power is probably the better option. It will, re- helps you become wise in life. You can utilize that if you have kids. You have a, yeah. uh, you know, somebody you can pass along to mentor somebody. If you don't, you know, you, you can or at work you can help others. Like you just pass that along and and also better your own life, yeah. uh, right? But there are a couple of things I think you know in theory um, we would like to maybe forget about, but obviously, the, honestly, that really helps you be who you are. So, uh, do you agree or disagree? Agree. I think okay. there's very few things where ignorance is bliss. Um, I do think there are a couple. Um, and as you grow older and, and become parents, you, you realize there's some things you probably don't want to know about. Um, <laughs> That's still, true about your kids and yeah. their their, their doings. Yeah, but mo- for the most part, you know, experiences shape you. You yeah. know, going back, you probably wouldn't change it, and you know more now, which is good. So, awesome, digging it. All right, well, I think we're good. Thanks Thank you. you. This show is at its end. If you can't recall its contents, please listen again from the beginning. If you wish to forget, sorry you aren't that lucky.